Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of bounds. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. We've got uh, Danny and Mike on with us from Penelope Bourbon. Guys, uh, I hear you've had a hell of a busy day or maybe a few days. Thanks for taking time to join us. No, yeah, excited to be here. And uh, yeah, it's been a, been a hectic week, but um, we're back home and uh, excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. So uh, Danny was sharing before we went live. So you guys, uh, and I think I saw on your Instagram, you guys did uh, did a barrel dump in Kentucky, I believe, and maybe the last bottling of the year for you. Yeah, last last one of the year. I mean, we the past uh, heck, the I think the past month we uh, we basically rounded out our inventory you know, for, for the remainder of the year and hopefully uh, get us give us a little buffer going into Q1 of next year. But I got the hint from Danny. So let me go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and do, make this happen. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> uh, so I can't lie. I had to send Dan a sample. And then um, I did have a little taste myself. Uh, I, I'm seeing Penelope on uh, almost every store that I go into. And I'm one of those... Uh, uh, kind of, I'll say liquor nerds, right? So it's, it's always not about bourbon for me necessarily. So yeah, you know, it's whiskeys and gin and et cetera. But, uh, but today, uh, you know, as I'm stopping in looking for things as they're dropping, you know, I always take a look on the shelves and almost everywhere I go into, man, I mean, your, uh, you know, your footprint is definitely growing. Uh, now, how long have you been in the market now? In Georgia, I mean, heck, it's uh, it's it's probably one of our uh, between that and Tennessee. I mean, the two fastest growing markets we have. Uh, we what day did we launch there? Middle of July, end of July. Yeah. <laughs> um, the footprint is significant. Yeah, we we just see it from just. I mean, we're constantly talking to them, and you could tell by just the communication that there's just with our distributor. There's just a tremendous amount of activity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you, you got a lot of good things going. I mean, number one, the flavor, I mean, the taste, and we'll maybe talk and get into kind of nosing and tasting in a minute if you want. But I mean, I think you know, the price points there, uh, I love the label. Uh, and especially on this, uh, the barrel strength with the etching and stuff on the bottle. I mean, that's, uh, that, that's, that's got infinity bottle written it on it all day for me, you know, once that baby's done. So yeah, awesome <laughs> stuff that you're working on. But so, so we got a lot of stuff to unpack here for you. So, so we do like to start with something, uh, just to kind of kick us off. Uh, so we got, we got, uh, I'm going to the same question for both of you. Uh, <laughs> but let's say you're inviting somebody over the house for the first time. So you're inviting another couple over, you met them and, and Hey, come over to the house. We're having a dinner party. What are you cooking them? Danny, you want to take the food? You want, you want to go first? Um, so spring or winter, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to imagine in summer I would do like a linguine and clam sauce. Oh, that yeah. sounds perfect. <laughs> nice. Yes, it does. Yeah. No, but nice. I was very, like, very Italian of you, Danny. Spoken <laughs> like a Jersey guy. <laughs> we <laughs> haven't had that answer yet, Cal. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Linguini clam sauce, Danny. That's ridiculous. Oh, man. The appetizer, you can take the clams and do them like in, a, in like a butter and white wine sauce. Yeah, sure. Like hold everybody over and get them excited about the, the, the sauce. And then, uh, and then cook up some fresh clam sauce. Perfect. I like it. With garlic bread, obviously. And I, I feel like I'm almost obligated to say, like, bolognese. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I can do a little pasta with some bolognese sauce and, uh, 
the whole works. Um, yeah, no, usually dinner parties. I mean, heck, a lot of times we like to uh, order order pizza. You know, we got a lot of kids coming over, a lot of people. Let's just get some pizzas and and make it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, that or you know, maybe we have a, a local spot, Surf Taco, down here. Oh, yes. usually an order out scenario. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Hey, there, there, are, there are no bad answers. We just want to know what to expect when we come over. That way we don't eat it the night before. <laughs> just want to make sure this wasn't on the SATs. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're, you're all set, man. So, uh, all right. So I'm sure you've told the story dozens of times, but it's, uh, and I, I've read it plenty, uh, but it's got to be near and dear to your heart. So, uh, so give us, uh, so tell me about Penelope Bourbon. I'm, you guys are friends, decided you're going to, uh, we're going to start making liquor. Give us the, uh, give, give it, give us a rundown. I mean, heck, it was like two years ago. We're like, we're jumping head first into the booze business. Um, well, it really started just, you know, my wife and I were trying to have, have kids. And um, we always said if we had, we're going to have a girl, um, she, you know, her and I both love the name Penelope. And uh, lo and behold, we found out we were having a girl. And um, Danny and I, you know, we grew up, we were next to our neighbors growing up. And, you know, we were just bourbon you know, we love drinking bourbon. That was our, that was our spirit of choice. You know, we never really got into the craft beer kind of craze. It was always just uh, brown spirits for sure. Um, and I don't know what it was. Maybe just the, the weight of finally finding out you're having a girl lifted off your shoulders. Um, but like a day or two later, I was just like, man, that's got just such a nice ring to it. I started thinking Penelope bourbon, Penelope bourbon. And the first thing that came to like, that it just really struck me was like, you start thinking about a lot of the different brands out there. Um, and it's definitely, I mean, it doesn't, you don't need a, you don't need a whole analytics platform to tell you that a lot of it's more, uh, you know, kind of masculine, a little bit more, sure. it, it just had a different tone and feel to it than what was out there. Um, so I was like, heck, Danny, you want to do something crazy? <laughs> and so we, we end up jumping headfirst into it right at, like right out of the gate. Um, and we, we both still had full-time jobs at the time. And we kind of looked at it as like, look, I mean, we can, you know, let's, let's, let's not like jump off the, the dock. I mean, we can do this smart and, and see how, where it takes us. And it could just end up being a hobby or, you know, heck, who knows where it could go. Um, but we went, we went up. Well, we we, we know exactly where it can go now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's crazy, especially down South, man. I mean, it's never seen anything because we've been in the Northeast for the past year um, and it's just very different markets, um, going into the South. It's a, you could tell it they're, they're true. They're real whiskey markets. It's not sure. saying New Jersey and, and every, in New York aren't whiskey markets, but it's like, it is a big, it's a part of the culture down there. I feel like in a, in a way, yeah. um, and we've, we've really embraced it. And it's been, uh, it's been, a, it's been a big learning experience for us going into Georgia and Tennessee for sure. Right, right. So, so when you when you're going, so I'm right now drinking your uh, Penelope Bourbon four grain, mm-hmm. uh, eighty proof. Uh, so again, it's a four grain. Um, that's your. I'm, I'm going to call it your flagship. Is that uh, is that a fair statement? Yeah, Danny and I always messed around with words like that. People go, oh, it's your namesake one or your flagship. Danny, what was the term that we were like? Well, it's something like that, but yes, it is our flagship. We, I think we had a, uh, like kind of a your anchor or core, anchor, or, yeah, like some like kind of like a little. I don't know, it's a funny term we used for it, but it's our flagship. <laughs> yeah, and so when so and and one thing that I do like, uh, you know, about your brand, you know, a lot of folks are like, you know, they don't they don't want to release a mash bill, they don't want to tell you where it's sourced from, they don't want to, you know, there, there's lots of secrets and lots of things that they don't want to share with you, right? And and, and it's you know, I, I guess there's maybe some. 
some nostalgia to, you know, I want to keep it the secret family recipe kind of thing. But I mean, if you're drinking enough bourbon or, or whiskey for that matter, if you're drinking enough of anything and you're really exploring it and trying to dig deep enough into it and you're, and you're moving and you're experiencing different expressions and labels, you can kind of start to get some profiles of, well, I think I kind of know what this is. And maybe it leaves that kind of that dark, uh, you know, Ooh, you know, uh, what is it? And we'll never know. Uh, I, I personally like the fact when people disclose it, you know, as, as a drinker, because I like to know what I'm drinking that way, you know, number one, you know, and, and it's, you know, this is probably, it's going to taste different today than it's going to taste not different if you buy a bottle of it, but it might taste different to me based on what have I had to eat today? What else have I had to drink? You know, it said, is it hot or cold, et cetera. But at least if I, you know, when I'm drinking this and I'm like, Hey, I like this, I'm getting, I'm getting honey. I'm getting butterscotch. I'm, it's got kind of floral notes. It's light. I'm not getting a punch in the face with alcohol. Like that's an easy sipper that I could give hand off to anybody. And, and now I know, and, and again, I mean, you can see the back wall, right? And I'm sure you guys have a liquor cabinet or closet or whatever and, and most people that are listening do it's like you know this may be a springboard for me because i'm attracted to maybe the penelope right I, the, the p hit me or penelope and i tasted it i loved it and now how do i venture into maybe other like or similar spirits which may, may very well be yours and a different label on the shelf right hey i love that penelope and i liked it but what was in it that i liked but maybe i want it to be a little hotter uh, so those of you that are not watching, I'm pointing at the um, uh, the barrel strength right now that's coming in at like 115 or 16. It's like, hey, I really like the Penelope four grain white label, but man, if it had a little more punch, I'd like that. And, and what's the makeup of that? Where did it come from? So probably a long-winded answer for, you know, I, I personally love the way you guys are, are being transparent about here's what we're doing, here's why we're doing it. And I think that's a successful recipe. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. I, th I think it's it's always been, um, for us, I, it's we've always taken the approach because we're, we're, we're so new to this. Um, and, you know, we've always had an open book, um, just like we just thought that was a, a normal way to go about it. I think just in the age of the Internet, I think trying to, to not be, it's hard, it's almost harder to not be transparent than it is to be transparent. <laughs> and eventually, you know, folks are going to do their research, whether it's, a bottle of bourbon or another, you know, consumer product that you know they're they're looking to purchase on the internet. So for us, it's always been about let's be really transparent about our process, where where we're getting it, who we're getting it with, or the partnerships, how we're doing it, um, what's in it, um, you know. And again, I think, and again, it's part of it too is our, our our story is we don't have this long narrative. It's like people are like, oh, so tell me about it. I'm like, it's named after my daughter. <laughs> and then that can, I literally can end it right there. Like, like, and maybe I'll start doing that. I'm like, any follow-up? <laughs> and it started two years ago. So I think it's, it, I, I don't know, maybe it's something that there's just a level, it's like humanizes it a little bit. It's like, okay, um, good chat. Uh, we'll talk to you next yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to follow up on that? No, that's, that's really it. It <laughs> uh, leads into like why the 80 was the first product too. You know, it was just like kind of dipping our toes into it, you know, and and figuring it out along the way. I mean, there was a, you know, we felt there was like a need for the 80. Um, and uh, we got, that's why we kind of started with the 80. Then um, there was no barrel strength at first, you know, that came out down the line and kind of a result of our blending process doing the 80 of just, you know, oh, this tastes great at gas strength, but <laughs> this needs to yeah. go in a while too. <laughs> yeah. 
and, and with the 80, I mean, we, we want, we kind of started to formulate a little bit of a, a strategy. Just, you know, you look at it, just mentioned the, the, the shelf, the with plural behind you, mm-hmm. you know, we had to figure out, it's just gotta be more than just a name. And, and we really, it, it really does come down to a, a flavor profile. So we, we were thinking long and hard and, and, you know, one of the things that, that kind of stood out for us was we felt there was a pretty big void in an 80 proof category. Sure. Um, you had some of like the 175 80 proofs that you can get on the bottom shelf. Mm-hmm. Like those are, and like the, the kind of mainstays. But, you know, we started seeing like Basil's was one of the few kind of premium 80 proofs on the market that like no one was trying to, I mean, maybe there were folks competing with it, but um, from, a, from across the board, maybe from a packaging perspective, from a look, um, we felt like that was a good focus area for us with that 80 proof because we went heavier on the sweeter, you know, the higher wheat corn profile mm-hmm. where there's is that spicier, you know, kind of rye profile. But that's been our, that's kind of been our target with that. And it's been help us. It helps us stay focused. It helps our, you know, our distributors and our, you know, partners stay focused. And I think it helps simplify it too. Certainly that at 80 point, like to your point, like, you know, I know Cal, you and I got a ton of friends that got the, you know, they're huge fans of the basil because it's a more of a, um, easier one to get into in terms of if you're getting into the browner spirits right you don't you know it's a it's a lighter one and and it's got a ton of uh popularity because of that and it's a it's a smart way to go in terms of that being your first one for sure yeah it's, well, it's, it's, it's also my social grab like going to a party going to you know just kind of like hanging out it's like a house party favorite yeah it is want to go to a barbecue at 12 in the afternoon and don't want to drink beer boom like you got your 80. exactly yeah, and, and as a weeded bourbon, right? So it, this is, uh, I mean, I would put this up against several um, things behind me that have different colored labels on them. And uh, you're paying a hell of a lot less for it. And I think you're getting a lot more flavor. I mean, I'm getting, um, I, I would say it just just transparent, right? I mean, I would say the finish on this is, is um, you know, is, is relatively short. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not bad, it's very balanced. But I am getting enough kind of rye spice that's uh, that's kind of tweaking my interest, right? To what it what it's doing is it's uh, and, and I cheated. I've already had the other one, but, <laughs> yeah. but but I mean, but again, just that you know, even before you know, I taste it, I'm like, shit, I got to get into that other one because there there's something there's something in there that I I just I'm not getting it, and and it's it's kind of pared down to hey, I, I like lighter bourbons, I I'm new to bourbon, but I'm in here. And, and and you'll get to me, and that's really where I got to on the cast side was ah there I found you, yeah. uh, and, 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 I, and I and I found that spice and and was fantastic. So this one, this one is kind of a I would say it's a gateway bourbon, right? I mean it's uh, you can drink it. I don't need a chaser. <clears throat> I don't need any ice. I don't need any water. Yeah. Uh, but if you're drinking, if you're drinking those, you know, twenty five to thirty five dollar kind of name brand things that everybody has i mean this is definitely a segue into let me try something different and it's got uh i think with the four grain addition or fourth grain addition i think you're adding in an extra layer of flavor there that that is really surprising and and not surprising in an off-putting way in any means yeah and cal and i've been talking and i mean he he did taste this earlier and he loves i mean we'd love the profile of it or whatnot and it's again it is a gateway bourbon and then somebody for like cal it's a breakfast bourbon so there you go (laughs) 
I mean, when, when, whenever they play That's the British joke. Open again, it's like it, instead of having wine for breakfast, I mean, shit, I'm going straight to this. And like, I don't, I'll, I'll take you know, my coffee on the side. Yeah, yeah. And in the spirits of the, the uh, obviously with the birdies piece of everything, I've seen a lot of folks, this is like a good uh, par five, put it in the golf cart. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Uh, you know, summer day or a great fall day. So I, I, I've actually seen a lot of pictures on Instagram of uh, folks just kind of having it on the golf course. No, I, it, it, I mean, it, it, the it's a transfusion. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, this thing is like a sipper, man. I mean, there's no like, whoo, you know, backing up from it. I mean, this is even the cast drink, but that's just, I drink a lot. So, yeah. yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> and one of the hard parts for us, too, is as especially now, like even when we first started, our palates have greatly evolved. Yeah. Where mm -hmm. we're constantly looking at those higher proof flavor notes. Yeah. And, you know, it gets hard to like, you know, focus in on the 80, but really for the bit, from a business perspective, the, the, the long play is that 80 proof and bringing in new consumers to the segment. I mean, uh, the majority of the folks are going to lean towards the 40% ABV. Um, and so I think continually trying to make that the best possible product that's consistent, that's meant to be a consistent profile has, uh, has really been what we've been. I mean, we just ran the bottling run this week and it's a challenge making that flavor yeah. profile consistent, but it's, it's this, important. This 80 blend has really come a long way since our first batch. Oh, it's an understatement. <laughs> and it can be, it will continue to, you know, like just as we like really hone in on that, what that profile is supposed to be like, you know, finding the right batches and, um, and really just kind of like locking in. But uh, yeah, like our first runs, you know, it, it, it was, it was dicey. <laughs> We didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. So I, I don't know if this may be too, uh, too intimate, but, uh, you know, we're known for that. Um, mm -hmm. so, so when you're, when you make the decision, right. So it, it sounds like it was like, Hey, we're going to do this. And it's like, okay, how the hell do we do it? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Is it, is it somewhat, I mean, I'm sure you had an idea, but so when you're, when you're looking and picking out who, so here's who we're going to do business with what's that solicitation if if i can use that word look like to uh to uh to the distillers and then what does it look like to um what's it so secret what, what, what does it look like going to the mgps and or others and then to the castle and key and or others i mean is, if you can share kind of yeah. what's 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 that makeup look like in that process in a condensed version we don't have uh, you know we don't have hours yeah. we could but no, no, and I, I honestly, it's well, one thing that I noticed too is it's a really small industry. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty very ancestral. Yeah. yeah, it's like a really, and I didn't know. I mean, I had no idea. I mean, we came from. I mean, I, you know, I was working in tech, and Danny's doing engineering, like drawings and uh, I don't know stuff like that, like totally different. But like, I think like any business, like it's a lot of it's just built on you know forging a good. You know, are you a good person? Are you kind of honest? Do you, are you trend? You know, are that like do you, can you can you communicate with other people? Um, I and you know we were we were genuine. Like we this is what we're doing and this is what we wanted to do. Um, I mean, I cold called MGP. I mean, I literally called like a switchboard and I was like, uh, press zero for the operator. I'm like, uh, uh, the barrel department. <laughs> like, I didn't even know what to ask for. I was just like, I need to buy some uh, spirits. Yeah. And, and, you know, they even get, I remember that was a funny, like they, you know, they, they get like a lot of calls and, it, sure. and it's like calls, not just from other folks looking to start a brand, but like calls from like college students looking for samples. Mm -hmm. Like they actually told us that. So, you know, they, they do have to, there is a vetting process. Um, and, you know, they, they're like, okay, well, if you're serious, you know, let's fly down here. And we had set up a date 
Uh, that was July of 2018. Wow. And so that's kind of really when it started, when we had booked that date. And I remember getting these emails about, wait, well, hey, what should we include on the table and all this stuff? And like, it's like, what is, like, I don't even know what this is. Like, what do we get into? <laughs> I just go, you know what, let's get down there. I'm a more of a visual learner anyway. So we'll see it on there and we'll go from there. We actually have some funny pictures from that first tasting that we did, but I think it was, and you know, it turned out like that uh, we had a, an amazing team at MGP. We hit it off with them right out of the gate. I mean, like after the tasting, we were hanging out on the guy's boat drinking Coors Lights going up and down the Ohio River. Uh, Doesn't suck. And that's after we told him we were only buying six barrels to start. <laughs> like he didn't know, like, cause I didn't tell him. I didn't want to like be like, uh, cause you know, they're big. So uh, it was, uh, but we hit it off right out of the gate. We had a good, we had a, we still do have an unbelievable relationship with them. They've been an amazing partner. Um, they've helped us tremendously, like from a, from a, here's, here's how you, how you operate a bourbon business. You know, like in a, in a kind of a nutshell, and they—I don't think they do that that often. Kind of like, hey, you're you're leaning this way. I'd go more this direction. Yeah, Dude, whatever you're doing, going to the left, just hit the brakes and turn around and go the other way. And so, um, yeah, that's awesome. They've been helpful in that regard, but yeah, and then it was just asking for introductions. I mean, I remember finding a bottler, finding all that stuff, and you know, you just gotta. I just, Danny and I. I mean, I'm just always being like, oh, do you mind introducing me to like a label guy? Like, I'm sure you know some, like, oh, this, this guy. And so it's just like kind of a domino effect. And then as we've done many, many, many runs, you kind of start to figure out what's that best supply chain that works best for you. This works. This, I mean, it's an ecosystem in itself, right? I mean, it's, you know, if, you, if, you, if you think about from the time that the, the, the grains go in the ground or the water's pulled out of the, uh, you know, the, the aquifer to, you know, they, they didn't just continue to domino. I mean, there's a, uh, there, there's a, there's a litany of, I guess industry is a bad word because it's the booze industry, but uh, of individuals and, and environments that are impacted, you know, it's that thing kind of progresses through. So, yeah, it's really awesome. And I mean, in the two years that you guys have, I mean, you've made a hell of an impact in the market, man. And it's really awesome. No, thank you. And you've made really good stuff. I know Danny, you commented, I think on uh, this, this you know, compared to what it, where we started and where we are now, a huge <laughs> difference. I mean, with anything that's new, right. I mean, you're going to grow and you're going to get better and, and such. And I definitely, before we end, I want to get on this Rose cast that you're doing because oh, I think that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet. I don't even know if it's out, but, um, but I, I mean, in two years, you're producing something like this. I mean, it, that's, it, I don't want to say unbelievable. That's not a fair statement, but it is, uh, that, that, that's a hell of an attribute to, uh, to be able to tout. And you, you can see by your, uh, if you're not watching, I'm holding up a oh, yeah. the, the bottom, the neck tags. Neck, neck tags. tags. There you go. They cost a little bit, but they, they help. Yeah, tw <laughs> 20, so, so they uh, started in 2018 at the bottling and not after when it's in your warehouse yeah. <laughs> adding after the fact isn't fun yeah no. yeah but, so, uh, that, that's exactly why we went small in the first couple of runs we were like really hell-bent on like just doing these smaller runs and like because we knew we were going to have issues and and we you don't want to be sitting on a ton of inventory where you're like regretting that you did something a certain way so are you guys still neighbors about forty five minutes away. Okay, so when you were doing the when you're doing the, the like the, the first one there, were you were you guys going to a, a one of your houses and, and just like sitting down or are you doing it in Kentucky or how are you how are you doing how long did it take? How was the process like getting to the first one in terms of like, oh okay, this is it, we're done, we're gonna do this. Well we actually nailed the blend the, so our core blend, mm -hmm. we nailed that with 
the first day, it's never changed. Really? Wow. Uh, never changed it. It's been our initial, but we've never changed that core mesh or that basically the blend percent. Nothing's changed except for maybe a, a batch over batch if like the corn yield is low mm-hmm. on the dump, like we got to make adjustments. But that, that's that been our core blend since that first oh, wild day at MGP. And so um, that that's made it kind of, we simplified it a little bit. Um, I guess that's helped a lot just and I, but I always think there's always room for improvement and we're always kind of thinking of like, what, like, is there a better version of that? Mm-hmm. But for the time being, it's been pretty, pretty good that it, we've, we've been able to stick with that same flavor profile. Well, that was a good day. I'll tell you, that's like, that's like, uh, I mean, yeah, you can't beat that for sure. Right. <laughs> and I, yeah. And I think it's honestly, there's like a level of maybe beginner's luck. I, I don't know. I, I, we, like when you, when I look back on it now, now, and now that we've been ingrained in it, I could see that being such a hard process if we went there now to try to create a new skill. Uh, yeah. You maybe you overthink it. Maybe you, I don't know. I don't know. Cause we haven't done that yet. We kind of stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see it being tremendously hard going into it now versus when we went in there completely naive. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you saying to start? So if you were going into startup and you had more experience, mm-hmm. it, it would have made it a harder process. Um, I don't know, like necessarily, I just think I would, I would really be drilling into it. Like mm-hmm, I, yeah. cause you know more. So you're like, well, I know that you'd be thinking about market factors, mm-hmm. distribute what the, what you're hearing on Instagram. Mm-hmm. None of that was in our mind. We were like going in there being like, let's just create a good bourbon that we like to drink. Yeah. That was, that was literally our mission. Let's just create something that we like. Cause in our, in our, in our, uh, what we always kept telling ourselves, we're like, look, we still have day jobs and if we don't sell any of it, we at least like it. We're good on bourbon. <laughs> That's what we tell each other. We're like, all right, we don't have to go to the liquor store. We've got to get a bourbon for a long time. Perfect. And I think if I went into it now, and this is just me, I don't know. I mean, other people are probably very different than I, but I would be thinking a little, I would, you know, I just start thinking about other things. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, people like I hear rye, I hear this aged, and I'm like five and six year and this, this, this. So, I could, for me, I think it would be harder. So what I'm hearing is you've got, uh, we've got new things coming. Ooh. We do have a lot in the cooker. (laughs) Uh, We're always thinking about new things, but the core blend has never changed, which I, you know, but um, we're always tinkering, always trying to figure out if there's something fun and, um, and where it fits into the product stack, you know, where, where it does, but, um, Setting up, we set up an R&D facility. We did get our DSP in New Jersey. You know, being able to do small batch blending and bottling like in-house. Yeah. Just, I mean, just small stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's just at, when you get to a point, I mean, it's, it's really difficult to, to innovate or scale when you're contracting it in another state. Gotcha. Um, and it gets, it gets really expensive as well. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah. when did you guys start doing that? Well, Danny, Danny's been, Danny's the, the run, he runs point on all that stuff. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, middle of winter last year, we just started, um, you know, we just started kind of tinkering with like, tinkering with different blends, like tinkering with the uh, cast finishes, like on real small scale levels, just to, just really, it started with just trying to understand our mash bills more, you know, like, cause we really want to like dive into the mash bills as much as possible and know everything about them, how they react to, you know, this or that. And so we started putting in finishes just to see what it did. And it's such a delicate blend that, you know, really picks up things, um, pretty, you know, pretty readily. And, uh, so that's how we started getting into like these finishes. And then, um, 
we started thinking about, you know, maybe like doing a release at some point. And, uh, and that's how we ended up saying we, we need a DSP. Like we can't be doing this in Kentucky. We can't be doing this in like my kitchen or the garage. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we need like a, you know, like some sort of facility to start doing it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I think Calman locked up on so, us. There he I'm is. Nerd friend. Hold on. Hold on a second. Sorry, uh, guys. Hold on one second. While we're waiting for Cal, while we're waiting for Cal, um, Danny, I think that Dan, Daniel, or Danny is a good name for a one-off single barrel, maybe or something. You know. Hopefully, I'm back. You're back. You're back now. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I don't know what's happening, but uh, so I'm going to get nerdy for a second. Uh, so when you're talking, so you got the DSP in Jersey. Was that uh, a challenging process? I mean, Danny, you remember it was a tremendous amount of paperwork. Yeah. Um, I mean, some people hire, I guess, people to do it, but we we kind of just did it ourselves and uh it was just a lot of paperwork and you know they you know they want to know what your process is going to be so like we're you know we're not distillers we're not really chemists <laughs> like so just diving into the whole distillery um kind of operation and like i picked up a lot over the last couple of years of just you know doing these bottlings and blendings and and working in their facilities so you know it was just a lot of kind of like technical notes and planning it all out for, for the TTB and just, just getting it done. And then they, uh, you know, they reviewed it and they had a couple of comments, but you know, they approved it. <laughs> so that's good. Cool. Well, you're, you're an engineer, you're an engineer and you just said uh, technical notes. So I'm thinking I know exactly how that's happening. <laughs> Put it this way. I read the, I read the questionnaire and I'm like, Danny, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I, go, I don't even know what the questions are saying. I'm, I'm like so excited today. I mean, this is like, today is a big day because we had, we had a lot of bottlings and dumps over the last two and a half months and a lot of work leading up to them. And, you know, we just did our last dump for 2020 um, on Wednesday. Nice. And so now it's like, that's, that's to the side. Now we can focus on getting this bottling line up and running and like, and doing something. I mean, I like just can't wait to see what we put into the the first, you know, product that we kind of roll out of our, our own place. It'll be small, you know, it'll just be like R and D stuff, but at least we can put it in a bottle and, you know, get it out there. Cool. Yeah. And, and so, and you're still bringing uh, MGP product in and then you're blending in house in Jersey, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah. so what is that, um, like that process? So when you're thinking about, you know, is it going to be, um, uh, let's see, is everything, everything's 51% corn at least, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's far. And then, so when, when you're going, like, are we going to go, it is everything, I think everything so far is a four grain, correct? Yep. Yeah. Everything. And is that like, is that the, I mean, you may venture off, but that's kind of the, the short term path. At least it's going to stay four grain. Well, I think what we've come to realize is that with that, starting with that 80 proof, then going to that barrel strength, which is the same, it's basically our, we do them at separate times for their different barrels, but generally, I mean, it's literally the same mash bill. It's like a 75 corn, 15 wheat, seven rye, three malt. Yeah. Um, 
that doesn't hasn't changed because we just keep finding that there's a lot of just amazing flavor profiles that we're getting from that. Right. So we're like, let's keep it hyper focused. The four grains kind of working for us. Um, and we we got a good, I feel like it's a really good base. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I, I, I don't, I think Danny and I are in the same thing. We just find it interesting. Like, what does it taste like when it's aged longer? Or what does it taste like when it goes into a PX cast? Or what does it taste like if we throttle the blend percentages a little bit? For those that don't know what a PX cask is, mm. would you like Major to explain? Enemies. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a sherry cask. Oh. Um, there's all the Rosso really and, and, and Pedro Jimenez. Those are probably the two most popular, I sure. guess. Um, one of them is extraordinarily rich and one of them is a little bit more delicate and, and uh, sweeter. Um, but, but, but they're both delicious. They're very common. I mean, I, very popular in scotches. Um, and, and become extremely popular with, uh, with whiskey, American whiskey straight finishes. So he's got that pop going. Well, I'm, I'm empty and I can't wait to get into this one. Then uh, we could I just we poured can, it. Yep. I just we, poured yeah, it. We, we can revisit. We can revisit if you want. You know, what's so funny about the, the caps that I love that you, you're calling it out. You know, like if you, we showed, we sent you bottles of like batch one through three, the caps like don't come off. Oh, wow. oh really? <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that, that's some of the growing pains. Like these caps. The, the, it's the best thing in the world that we found these caps because they like, oh, they go on, they come off. Like this was such a challenge, caps, such a challenge for us. But it's so, but the, it's so when I think about drinking, right? I mean, I think about it, and this, that's the intent of. By the way, so if you uh, if you're just listening, so we just uh, we finished the uh, the eighty proof Penelope uh, bourbon four grain. Uh, we haven't finished it, but uh, we're moving on to the barrel strength. Uh, 116 proof Penelope. And this bottle, you'll see it, man. I mean, it's really awesome. I love that etched glass on there. I don't, I mean, that, that's, that's really cool. I love that. Uh, is that an orchid? I don't know. Is, is that what it's that a is? peony? Oh, a peony. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I got, we had it. That was the, that's actually the same flower that's behind the original bottle. Um, I just had a bunch of them at the house and my wife loved them. So oh, I said, there I, the original label, I just said, I lo- just throw it behind the P. I don't know. Throw a peony behind it. Throw a peony behind it. Give it a little, you know, TLC. So, and that's, that's how it ended up there. So that's where <laughs> I was heading with this is this thing is like, you know, I mean, it's a family affair, right? And I mean, that's the intent of the show. It's like, it's uh, always, you know, in, in the golf world, I always say, Hey, it's the 19th hole. And whether you drink or not, I mean, once you're done, you like to go sit around and kind of shoot the shit about, Hey, how'd it go? How'd you do? What's happening? What are you doing next? And I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's intended to be low key it's intended if you you know if you just like to drink you can listen and maybe pick up some nuggets about oh hey maybe i want to try that if you are a connoisseur then you know maybe oh hey that sounds interesting i want to compare it to some others uh but yeah and i did do a couple of comparisons on this i made leave some notes on instagram which are are, are good i mean they're they're really great notes and especially for prices compared to uh, some of the other, I'll say, uh, the white buffaloes or unicorns out there that you can't find. I mean, just with the, uh, from a rye standpoint, the wheat and things along those lines. I mean, you, you, you guys have, uh, you've done a hell of a job here, man, for sure. Yeah, it's awesome. No, thank you. No, I appreciate it. So how long have you guys been in New York? We launched, so we've always been, because we live in New Jersey. So we've, we, we started out, we started selling March of 2019. Um, and we were just selling it from, we, you know, in New Jersey, how they do the rules, it's a little funky. So we had to actually get our wholesaler distributor permit to self-distribute. 
So we were self-distributing from our car for like six, seven months going door to door. And it was going well, we were doing well. And um, then we got our first distributor here locally in New Jersey. And, uh, and then it kind of just went from there. And then, and then we've been in New York since January. Oh, okay. So, and, and, you know, New Jersey and New York, they're, they're kind of tricky for us, at least they're hard markets. Cause there's, there's not much, um, from a, from, you know, there's like just the, the distributors are a little bit larger and there's not many of them, at least from what we found. And, uh, but we're, I think it's, we're fortunate that we're here and we can work the market, um, as much as possible, but Metro, you know, Metro has been tricky this year too, just with COVID and, and, Everything How do you get around? So yeah. Market, but yeah, it's helps that we're here, that we can go to Long Island or go to Manhattan or, or you know bounce around to spots. Yeah, exactly. Um, we had Ted on from Fury Golf. Uh, Cal, was it like last week, week before? Yeah, and, a couple and he, weeks ago. He's on Long Island. He's on Long Island. He's like next to Oyster Bay over there. And uh, we were doing oh, the nice. pod with him, and he had a, he had a bottle of your of your Penelope, um, and uh-huh. we showcased on the pod for sure. Yeah, he he said he loved it for sure. Yeah. Nice. I don't know. We I think maybe we were talking. Of, nah, he picked it up before. You know, when you guys, I think when I received when you guys sent this in, I think mm-hmm. I took a picture, mm-hmm. and we did some home blending. Uh, like I sent him some, Hey, get this wild Turkey or rare breed and this old granddad. And we kind of mix them on our own. You know, we're, we're doing the, uh, the poor man's, uh, bourbon train. Right. So we, we were doing <laughs> our own awesome. stuff. and he's like, Hey, I saw that you had that Penelope. He's like, I picked it up. And he's like, damn, that's good. That's, that's really good. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, nice. so, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it'd be a good That's guy awesome. to connect with up there, man. Yeah. No, I would love to. Yeah. Get you guys hooked up. Yeah. So, so tell me about the, uh, the barrel strength. So I'm, I'm getting, um, so here's what I would say. If you're new to bourbon, this one's, uh, it's definitely going to be different than the white label. What do you call the, the, uh, white label Penelope, white label Penelope? I know. And we still struggle with this internally. We call that internally. We just say 80 barrels. Okay. So, so the 80, 80. like if you, if you're listening to this and you're new to bourbon or you don't drink higher proof bourbons and you buy the, um, the 116, then we'll get into what we're talking about, about it's 116. <laughs> it, it's not, don't get me wrong. It's not, um, it, it's not off putting. There's no, I'd like the longer finish. I get a lot of the same notes that I'm getting out of the 80. Um, I'm getting a little more brown sugar out of the 116, uh, just on the nose. I'm almost, I think I posted the other night. This is, that, al- yeah. it's almost like blackberry cot. Like, I mean, so yeah, all the, like, like that. but, but from nose to finish, I'm getting like, and I'm, I'm from East Tennessee originally. I'm an, I'm a hillbilly man from way back, <laughs> but I'm getting like uh, my grandma's blackberry cobbler, like with the brown sugar caramelized and it's, and think about a blackberry. Like if you it, uncooked blackberries are a little bit bitter. I'm not getting the bitterness of the blackberry. I'm getting the cooked kind of sweet part. And then I've got some uh, kind of rye, uh, well, not the rye, but I'm getting kind of some baking spices in there that are kind of giving it that kind of that, that, that caramelized finish on the back end, which I think is just absolutely fantastic. And again, we're drinking quite a bit. So, you know, the, the eighties like shit, I don't need too much of that around because I'll just sit back and I'll drink the whole bottle. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, before I know it, it's like, whoo, here you go. Uh, but this stuff is, uh, it, it's got, um, it's got enough punch that I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting some alcohol in there that it's, you know, it's kind of beefy. It's got a little more mouth, uh, mouth tint to it. And yeah, I, I think this one is fantastic. Mm, I do too. But the one thing I always found interesting, and this is just us learning about it too, when we started going through this, is that 
on the 80 proof, the rye is uh, much more subdued. Um, like you said, this, the finish is short and it's, you know, medium to short, but it's not going to be like lingering down the esophagus. It's, it's yeah. just going to end and boom, be done. And that's the intent in the, yeah. the rye. But what's interesting is we actually tinkered with pulling down the rye. Cause I'm like, Oh, if we're not getting it, you know, like why, like where, what, what value is it adding, adding that much in? And what we found, cause in, with the barrel strength, we were getting the rye on the finish. Like I was getting some of those peppery spices on the finish, oh, yeah. which obviously coming from that MGP 21%. Like I'm um, still getting this in my, like this, I think you have a, you've got a good finish on that 116, man. I'm still getting some good mouth coat in this one. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, not at all. And uh, what's funny is when we pulled the rye out of the 80, the whole blend fell apart. Like, so say we took it down from like, you know, we dropped it like 10, 20 points from a percentage perspective. Oh, I think, I mean, you, you, I mean, at that point you, you've got like, um, I, I mean, not offensive, but like, it's kind of watered down honey <laughs> and, and, and watered. Like, it's like, if you took a corn, just corn, like, and honey and mix them together. I, I think that, and not disrespectful. No, I agree with you. I, I think we've, I've had that before and I'm like, I don't like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But this, um, yeah, the 116 is, uh, I don't, uh, what, is this the same price ish, like under 40 bucks? No, that's, uh, uh down in probably the mid fifties. Is usually what okay. we for, uh, for a cast strength. That's that's mm -hmm. usually where it falls at. Some, I think online's a little bit more. Yeah, um, yeah I don't see it. Nevertheless, yeah. No, but it's well. So once again, I mean, this is for a one sixteen uh, four grain. If this is uh, like it holds up to, um, uh, I mean, I could start naming them. There's no reason to, but yeah, I mean, this holds up to anything you, on the shelf and. Bottle, label, cork. Oh, where I was going earlier, I got off. We uh, started talking about, uh, started bragging on your uh, your bourbon again. Um, I, I mean, but you know, you think about. I mean, it's it's cool to have a nice looking bottle. It's and it's all kind of uh, you know, it's it's you're drinking with friends or family or maybe even virtually with friends and family. And but it's fun. To, you know, we were talking about the cork pop and the. I mean, it's the some of those little intricacies of going through the experience of getting the bourbon or getting getting whatever you're going to drink, bringing it home. What are you drinking it in? How does it you know the exercise go to get it out and get it into the glass and then drinking? I mean, there's lots of uh, nuances there that kind of make the experience better. And I. I I think you guys really did a nice job of uh, kind of putting a package together mm -hmm. that that is from price point all the way through to the juice, including, you know, labeling, bottle, et cetera. I mean, I, I think you've delivered on uh, on all hands, man. Uh, thank you. No, I appreciate it. Before you just again, like, you know, just from like grain to distilling to barrel to, you know, like bottling labels, caps, corks, you know, all this stuff, and the manpower that goes into it, like the you know, how many people touch this bottle just to get, you know, this juice in it, like even before we got the barrels. Right. 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 Exactly. You know, the whole process end to end. Yeah. Even the process of just getting the barrels out of the rickhouse. It's like <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> a lot of Excel docs and barrel transfer Excel spreadsheets. And then like, right. it's empty. That's why every time I throw out an empty bottle, I like kind of cry a little. It's like, Man. <laughs> well, and, and the idea, so what we're, what we're going to, and I think we've tried to think about over the last couple months, 
because we had to go through a little bit of a brand redesign. We had, you know, uh, with our pea, there were some complications with a wine company that had a similar sensory pig. But we had, um, so we were thinking a lot about what our product portfolio looks like in the future. Like, it's, it's, you know, we, we know it's, it's so much fun now. Like you kind of got, you get into a good rhythm. You got the supply chain. How quickly can I pump out some new stuff? But, you know, at the end of the day, you want to keep things really consistent and keep things focused. And what we what we said with our 80 proof, let's keep that as consistent on profiles as possible. Right. That's and it's yeah. always available. Like we want to make sure that product is in stock no matter what. With the barrel strength, this is where we've evolved. Um, so the first four batches, we were actually always trying to hit a profile. And that was the profile that we've, we've always had kind of similar to our 80. And I think what we what we did with this new with this redesign um we didn't we we kind of stuck to our core mashes on this particular one i think we were using more three and four year old juice in this one but what we what we wanted to do going forward and really it's going to be starting with batch six when we do it in uh march of next year is this is going to be our product where we can have fun with it um we this is going to be an experimental barrel strength uh product where Will we maybe we swap out the 21% rye with the 36% rye or bring in, sure. you know, new distillate from somewhere? There's going to be a lot. This is our, this we're gonna, is what we're going to have fun with. And this is going to be the, the, our baby, basically. And I think that's what Danny and I are most excited about. Yeah. And we started talking about it. I mean, even like on the ride yesterday, just like, you know, what, what kind of barrels, what are we thinking about trying? Like, you know, just like, we gotta, we gotta pull, get some samples of some batches, like find the right batch, of, you know, batch. And, you know, maybe we don't do the core matches, like just that kind of stuff. So it, I'm excited for this next, you know, couple of months and like just tinkering around with that and figuring out what, what that next step's going to be. Well, that, that's a good segue into what, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Danny. Do you have something else? I was saying, like Mike said, like, we're, you know, it's going to be, you know, like, let's, let's make this the best, let's find the best possible barrels that we can find to like make something really great out of it. You know? Yeah. They, At the same like, price point. Yeah. And, you know, it's the same UPC code. We're not same product. Everything's the same. So it's like keeping it in that price point that we, without changing that. Yeah, sure. Idea, it makes it easier actually for everybody. Right. Yeah. No, again, I mean, I started off with, I mean, the transparency and, and what you guys are doing. I mean, I, I don't, simple is uh that that's not a good way to put it because it's not simple what you're doing but i mean simplifying your process into how do we expand right i mean i think that's the that's what i'm hearing at least right how do how do we simplify the expansion yeah i mean the entire Uh, company's on this call right now (laughs) (laughs) we got jason bridge we have and my wife she helps obviously out a lot does this cost um, extra yeah yeah this exactly (laughs) this is like this we're doing a podcast but this is also like kind of technically a company meeting for danny and i as well (laughs) nice some good things here too good we got a write-off perfect uh so hold on so i want to go into so danny you kind of went down the road and 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 mike you did too but i want to go down the road of um this rosé cask finish and uh well let, let me uh, so we were on with um with hoops vineyard uh lindsey hoops and uh mary if you're at castle and key you know mary you've you, i don't know if you've met marianne or not but you've heard about her yeah. right so we so so you're down there and, and they're you know they're doing uh what just had one of her rosés which was fantastic uh you know and just dropping uh i got barrels and so most people are kind of rosé came back into form uh if i'm talking about the right rosé probably i don't know like 
three to five years ago, rosé became like, oh, it's a cool drink again. Yeah. Uh, or it's a cool wine again. I mean, because, I mean, think about the early, uh, what, 20 teens, like nobody would be caught dead drinking rosé. It's like drinking white Zinfandel. You know, it's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not even, you know, the, uh, Sutter, I'm not drinking Sutter's home. You know, oh my God, you couldn't show up to that with a party. Even if you liked it, you couldn't show up with it. <laughs> so and I, I understand what, but how do you go into something and I'm looking and you've got four expressions right now, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. So we, we, we did some beta tests on these private selects, which is, was, was our allowing folks to, uh, create their own ma uh, mash, their own blend of Penelope yep. using like four and five year old barrels of our mashes. All right. So, and, and we can, you know, I can run through the list. I mean, there's plenty of port cask and rum cask and cask, cask, cask. We can go through all those. And, and, and I'm not, I'm a fan. I mean, I think that cask finish um, whiskey can be done in a very good way and can taste really good. I think it can also be uh, done really poorly. Mm -hmm. um, not that I'm a, a, anybody to listen to just my, my profile, my palate. Uh, but how did you go to, how'd you say Rosé is going to be, we're going with Rosé. I was literally, I think I was sitting here or something like this, like talking to Danny is no, November of last year. When we were just started talking to space side about different finishes. And this is, we weren't planning on releasing anything, but maybe getting a couple experimental 55 liter casts to, to just tinker with, just to see what the four grain profile does and some of these other things. And my wife, who drinks rosé, uh, it doesn't. I, you know, she's getting close on the Penelope, but she's a rosé diehard. Oh, you gotta try. You gotta try hoops. You do. Um, you, you do. You, you, you re well, reach it. Reach out. I mean, it is. It drinks like a cabernet. Or she should try hoops. It's like a cabernet, except it is not. It, it, it's like a heavy. It's like if you think about. Well, we'll get into the wine conversation in a minute. Oh, wait, you go hoops ahead. Sorry. Like spelled like a basketball hoop. Uh, it's H O O P E S. Okay. And uh, and so, yeah, so yeah, we've got a pot. We just uh, we just released it yesterday or a couple of days ago. We recorded a week or two ago. Yep. Um, nice. And it, she it, sent the rosé yep. over, and it is so she takes the cab grapes. Yep. And they essentially take the cab grapes, but they make a rosé out of them yep. instead of a, instead of a cab. Yep. And it is. So if you think about, uh, are you guys wine drinkers? See, that's the thing. I'm not a wine drinker, but I've learned a lot about this going through this process. with. Okay. Rosé. So Danny, are you a wine drinker? Um, no, not like to that extent. But not like really. Okay. So here's the thing. So like most people that are like, uh, they, they're like, Oh, I want to eat. You want to take the Pinot? Take the Pinot thing down. You take it. No, what I'll, what I'll say oh, is what I'll say is that the estate. Um, so the estate cab that you were drinking on the pot cow was the same grapes that were going into the rosé. So it was an extremely high quality rosé and and fantastic. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 a really good one. Yeah, absolutely. But it, but the thing is, like you think about a rosé, and most people are thinking like you're getting almost like a like a very diluted sparkling yeah, wine. Like if getting. you've ever, if you've mm -hmm. ever drank in Perrier and San Pellegrino and you get all the, all the carbonation in a Perrier and then you have a little bit of carbonation in a San Pellegrino, mm -hmm. that's the way I would equate, um, the, the, um, uh, the Rose that I had from hoops was, it was like the, the store, sh the, the stuff you buy off the shelf that's a rose is like the San Pellegrino. What they were producing 
was the Perrier. Like, it's like, oh shit, this is like a big beefy rosé. So if you really, really, if you like, if you even like any bit of red wine, I mean, you're going to, that, that stuff is oh, fantastic. I think, I think Lindsay said it, it was the red, the red wine drinkers rosé was, yeah, was what exactly. they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I got off on a tangent there. No, but, but it's but interesting because I, I started drinking a lot of rosés and I mean, and they're super dry. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, 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 you can see why they bode well kind of more in the summer months. Um, but I, 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 te- I honestly didn't really care for the rosés and we tested, I mean, we were doing elementary tests, like just taking some rosé and pouring it into our bourbon, mm-hmm. like in the beginning, like in Danny's kitchen, we did find that a hundred percent Grenache rosé was boding well with, with that. Cause you're getting, it was a lot sweeter, but it was still dry, but, but it gave us something to work off of. Right. Uh, but I'm going to try that. That hoop sounds really good though. Yeah. It's awesome, dude. Yeah. Sounds really good. Yeah. So, yeah. The, to, so the backstory is, and I don't know if we talked about it, Cal is like, you know, Marianne's helping hoops because there's so many wildfires out there in California that these are tainting the grapes and they're making these brandies and these vermouths and different things because they can actually make something that's a good product out of the grapes instead of getting rid of the grapes. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And this, this, this may be too much insider information, and we should probably do this as, this ourselves. But I mean, after they make that brandy that's smoky, I mean, that probably turns into a really, really nice bourbon that's kind of uh, seeded itself in that barrel. Mm-hmm. And to turn in, sure. you know, it, it's almost like if you wanted to go down a, not a scotch or a peat route, but kind of a smoky route i mean that that's mm-hmm. they, they're, i think they're gonna come up with some good barrels at, at the end oh, so yeah. yeah that's really cool i'll definitely give that i'm gonna, I'm gonna try that that sounds really good i yeah. like that yeah, give Lindsay a call. She'll, she'll love to hear from you. Uh, oh, yeah, say, yeah I, I, once again, I spun us off in a hole there. Uh, so back to, so the rosé. So it's, uh, is it out in the market? I haven't seen it in Georgia yet. Well, um, I think what we may say, we'll get, we'll get you down some. We, we have, we've got it and we sent it out to everybody. It might have just started trickling. Cool. Okay. Um, just maybe started. So it's very slight within the last week or so, probably. Um so we'll, we'll get you guys down some for sure. Very cool. And uh, we had, uh, man, this was something that we've been working. My wife just chimed it off. She goes, oh, what about a rosé? And for us, I just think it's about just, I mean, you got to do something different. I mean, it's, it's okay. If, I mean, look, when we started it, we said, sure, let's explore it. I think it sounds really interesting. Look, rosé is one of the most popular wines in sure. the world right now. Yeah not like a disservice to like explore to see if this works like no no it's gonna does you kind of like you get like a natural lift just from the the name of it but we we didn't know like i like we were saying earlier like danny and i are not wine drinkers um so we don't really know much about like wine and the the process that goes into it so spade was helpful like kind of like our our, the the guy that we work with there gave us a good like good understanding of it but even rosé like i had no idea like most was just aged in like stainless steel yep Right. Um, no, okay. well, t- so my exact words to Dan were when we were, so we always pregame, right? When we have a drink or two and then talk about, and I'm like going, uh, Dan, like where the hell did they get the barrels at? Because, uh, most rosés like a Chardonnay, it's all stainless steel and they, they're not barreling that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When we, uh, like Mike said, we were, we were just testing rosés. I mean, like at one point we had like 40 different rosés that we were just kind of like mixing or like, like soaking oak chips in just to see how it blended together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we found like, you know, 100% Grenache grape. Mm-hmm. So when we went to Speyside, uh, we said, 
hey, can you find some barrels for us? <laughs> um, we need like, we need a rosé barrel, you know, that's 100% Grenache. Hmm. Um, and they go, that's like uh, finding a needle in the haystack. Like, <laughs> it's true. You know, like yeah. your point, yeah, most rosé is like, is, you know, fermented in the, in the stainless steel casts, right? It's so that not a lot of people are doing it in the oak anymore. Yep. And um, they said, uh, you know, I don't know. It's like, we're like, in like, is there any way we could have them in like a month? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I go, and then Robbie started talking. I go, okay, Rob, just a month. Uh, I can't hear you. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> like, nice. Listen, I, I don't think there's, I don't, I don't foresee a lot of luck in finding this. Right. Yeah. And so we thought we were going to have to make this product like, like using oak chips, like, in mm. the rosé yeah. and like it mm. just wasn't like didn't feel it right like rosé oak chips it just doesn't have the same so we rate. just didn't want to do it that way and like literally two weeks later i think to the day he called us and he's like guess what <laughs> he's like i found a winery in south of france like they have they just they you know they just did their harvest they dumped their you know they dumped their barrels like you know, I found the barrels and we're like, yes. Well, that's sweet, man. That's, that's, a, that's a good find. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Throw it on a ship and get it over here. That's <laughs> so, awesome. So how'd, so how'd you do? I, I mean, I'm saying like, what's the, uh, you've tasted product, it. Yeah. You've, you've tasted it. I've been, I've been drinking that. This is what I've been drinking this whole podcast. <laughs> now, you're, the barrel strength. Now, you're, now you're just showing off. <laughs> you showing well, off. Well, we're going to, I think when we send you guys down samples for the show, I, it was before we had, we'll send you. A no, yeah, we, yeah, we, we, get, we have to do a second show for sure. But, Absolutely. So, no. Yeah, so yeah. so but do you think you owned it? I think, I think we did a really good job on this. And what the most exciting part about it is I love it. But I know we can make this, and this is going to be a mainstay, meaning we're going to do batch over batch over batch. And just like all of our other products, I think this, it's going to, it could take us five years to really perfect it. Yeah, Maybe it takes us five batches. It is damn good on batch one. Oh, and sweet. it's only going to get better and better and better and better. And I'm really excited about it because we have a pipeline of barrels. Mm -hmm. They're delicious. And now it's like, Let's get tinkering. You know, let's really get crazy. Yeah. You see, when you try, it's and one thing I did tell Danny, and we both talked about it. We said, no matter what, we are a bourbon company, so we have to remember that. We did not. Uh, the, <clears throat> you can have rosé cast finish on the title, whatever you want to say. We didn't want it to overpower. We want the four grain profile to be there. This is meant to provide some backbone and some ancillary flavor profile. Cool. That was the main idea. Yeah. Um, and I think we really did well with that. This is, you get some of the dryness, you get some floral, strawberry, citrusy notes on the yeah. nose. You get a kind of a light, smooth finish. That's awesome. And we, we proofed it at 94 proof. Um, oh, and that was, barrel strength was just not clicking with the rosé at all, actually. And 80 proof, in fact, was not clicking mm. with, I mean, it just, and maybe it just didn't, didn't meld together. Oh, it was, uh, actually, it, was, it was too light. And I think the wine came through too much. Like, um, but our, our, our bourbon, our, you know, our four grain, our 80 proof, our, our barrel strength, just the, the blend that we do is so delicate. And like, we started realizing that when we started experimenting with these cast finishes, like we throw it in a PX cask and it's like, in a week, it's like, it just, it just takes all that flavor and it's maybe like a little overpowering. Mm -hmm. Like, so we knew like it's really delicate blend. Like it can really be overpowered easily. 
that's like also kind of why this like rosé thing kind of clicked for us. It was like, okay, we're delicate. Like maybe we need a delicate finish too. How and, long did you let it sit in the, in the rosé um, barrels? Uh, 90, 90 days. 90 days. Okay. Maybe, maybe I missed that. Sorry guys. Okay, cool. And, and maybe, maybe for batch two, I, and that's what we, Danny and I talk about this all the time. I don't know. Cause the, it's like a very light, I mean, I don't know how much, like we talked, we literally were talking about this in the car ride yesterday. I go, will longer in the oak for the finish do anything? I mean, you're getting a big blast after two weeks. The first two weeks is where you get the big blast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe, maybe if it's like a year or two years, maybe you're, mm-hmm. I, I said, Danny, I go, if you really, I thought maybe double finishing it, mm-hmm. like put it in the garage for 45 days, take it out, put it in, you know, fresh new ones. And then double be nice. Where yeah. you get big blast. So this is where we're going to have a lot of fun, but I, I was really both. I think Danny and I were really happy with how it came out. Um, really happy. So kind of met our thing. I drink it. I like it. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fun though. That, uh, I mean, you're yeah, think about, so two years ago, it's like, Hey, we're going to make, uh, we're going to make liquor. And <laughs> I, can I say liquor? Is that offensive? No, dude. Okay. So you're going to make liquor and, um, say sling it if you want. <laughs> and, and, and then, and, and then, and then two years today, not to, not on the dot, but now it's like, shit, man, let's, let's put this in rosé cask and let's, uh, let's experiment. How fun is that? Next, we're going to create an iPhone. <laughs> I, i've never i've never had i'm going to combine these two just so you know there we go so so if you're not uh watching um and this is not live by the way but we'll put it out you know we'll have a little clip so i just poured the 80 into the 116 so i've got like uh, uh like a 101 and a half i don't know call it what you want Danny would know. <laughs> Danny, you go with that. Oh boy. No boy. Oh, Probably like a 98 and a half. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's, is anybody a golfer out there? What was that? Sorry. Danny. I didn't catch that? that, bud. You guys golfers? Oh, yeah. Well, not so much since we started the business. Danny's a golfer? I only played, I only played twice this year. Oh, okay. No, so no, no, no. That's not the question. The question wasn't how many times did you play this <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're already wanting strokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a couple of strokes on that. I'm nice. like a 40 handicap, dude. I don't oh, know. Just me too. <laughs> me it, too. It, it didn't go that. It didn't go that high. Uh, so it doesn't uh, go that high. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't go that high. No, we can just play for fun and uh, and drink on the course. So we will be making a trip up there. Uh, it'll be. Uh, I mean, that, it's getting kind of shitty weather. Not right now. I mean, you guys have had some pretty good weather. Like in the past few days and then going forward, but then it's getting ready to get pretty bad. So it won't be golf climate, but we'd love to get up there in Q2 and uh, get around to golf in. Let's do it. We'd love to. Um, We've got some great courses up here. I know you do. Well, so we mentioned uh, Fury Golf earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, we maybe get him out and hit up uh, Beth, Ted, yeah. Beth, mm-hmm. Beth Page. Yeah, that's on the aisle. And that's and that's a that's a. I mean, that's the Beth Page Black. I think that's the that's super long. They did the open. We, we don't want to play that one. I think we want to play red. Red. Let's do, let's do red. Let's do red. Yeah. I mean, it'll be a lot. I've played black a couple of times. And I've actually never played it. I've been there before, but I've never played it. Okay. So here's the thing about Beth play, Beth Page Black is it's um like it it's cool because you can say i played it uh but 
like uh, it's it's kind of like um i don't know what, what do you guys do for hobbies other than make liquor and take care of your families i like i have a vegetable garden okay so it's, <laughs> it's so perfect. it's kind of like, it's kind of like planting all your stuff and you're so excited to see it bloom and, and then you and, and then and then you get that uh, you get that uh late frost and it's and everything then. dies <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's what that page is like. Well, it's like, imagine every single hole is like a really long par five. You're like, dude, give me something here. Give me like, no, uh, you, no, you get nothing. Yeah. See that. I wouldn't like that. I'm not, that's no. not my type of thing. It, 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 it's a bucket list thing that you can say, Hey, I've played it. I played it twice. And I'm like, I'm not going to play. I've, I've, I, that's the only one that I played there, but people are like, Hey man, Beth page, like the park. I think it's on like a park kind of thing. It's like, it's so beautiful. It is, yeah, and, 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 yeah. And there are so many other courses that are actually like, you know, uh, what do you call them? Like, uh, not country resort, um, yeah, it's like uh, tracks. It's like, you can actually hit the ball and it could go into the rough and you might be able to find it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 What about you, Danny? What golf? What? Uh, yeah. Are you a golfer? You golf, Danny. Don't be shy. No, I golf. <laughs> Absolutely. Not really. oh, so Danny's good. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yep. <laughs> terrible we both suck yeah we really so what are your main hobbies then are we really i mean we do golf like we love golfing like okay. if there's gonna be something where we're gonna get out we'll golf for sure okay. um this 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 summer was a brutal summer yeah. um we didn't get out that much mm -hmm. um, but i'm thinking now that we're having this conversation maybe what we should do is the first like penelope bourbon open oh, in Georgia. yeah oh yeah uh i can start working on that immediately anyway i mean like we got to make a trip down there. Very so my friend's bottle shop that's just across the street from me, I'm in downtown Atlanta, not any really good golf courses. Actually, I may want to write, uh, and I've got a few golf courses that might um, host us as well. Well, there's a lot of golf courses that would host us, mm -hmm. but how would you feel about doing a collaboration with another distillery? But is that like off? Is that like not good or not bad? Yeah, partner with Castle and Key. Like, I mean, like we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like another label. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Believe me, I we that's that's the that's we would love to. Well, I tell you what. So we've got some options. So we could. Um, I, I'd love. We should. Do, do you know the folks from uh, Chat Chattanooga Whiskey? I well, we're good friends with like. Um, uh, I don't know. I've never met them, but I know who they are. And I, I know a lot of their mutual, like that could be, like that. that could be a really awesome thing. And there's a course it's not in Atlanta, but we can get on a course in Atlanta if we need to, but there's a course on kind of the Georgia, Tennessee borders called Macklemore. Oh, nice. uh, they just got voted the best eight best finishing hole in the U S by, mm -hmm. it was like golf digest or one of those magazines. Wow. And that they uh, they've invited me up to play. Um, I know uh, the folks at Chattanooga Whiskey have played. I mean, that could be like a really strong event. To that could be a lot of fun. I, I'm just I'm just suggesting that. No, uh, but I think it's better. Uh, truthfully, like in New Jersey, there's a lot. So there's a lot of craft comp like craft distilleries in New Jersey. Yeah, and we have uh, Fedway's craft portfolio. And we're all very close. Like you all kind of work with one another. You do events together. You're, it's just very like you're, you're in, you're in, you're in the grind. And yeah. um, there's not, there's, I would, I would, it would be, I think it'd be better to get more 
Get well, and so ASW, I think uh, I didn't mention to Dan, but we made it in their optic promise. But uh, ASW, uh, Atlanta, they're good people. It, yeah, great yeah. stuff, yeah. great juice mm. and great stuff. So I heard awesome stuff about that place. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah that, everything. Good, yeah, good setup. So, uh, so that may be a good connection. To, yeah, I mean, that may be. Uh, how do we do uh, like a spirits uh, annual golf tournament? Or, or, open or I kind of did like the Penelope Bourbon Open. That that was the name. We can work on that. I think Danny and I are going to work on the Dan the Dan Open. But. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to steal the thunder. No, no, but I think it's better when there's other folks. I would agree with you on that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that could turn into uh, some good relationship. Because you mentioned about all the distributors and you know how do you get uh, you know better relationships and all that. And yeah, it, and it's. I feel it's like a, a lot of. I mean, Jordan golf in Georgia goes like that's like hand in hand, right? Exactly. I mean, that's everybody golf stuff. Exactly. There. Yeah. All right, I got a question, Cal. Um, so you and I have been up to New Jersey, New York. And we're always looking for places to go. Um, and we ask this a lot of people, but um, Diamond in the Rough and you guys' areas. So, like, where do, where do we go? Like, where do we eat? Uh, you know, like, what, where should we go if we're coming into your neighborhood? Like, you know, in your neck of the woods. And you want to go first? You want me to? Yeah. Uh... We're looking for the off the path that you love. I gotta say, I'm gonna go Italian again. A and G Deli in Warren, New Jersey. I mean, like they have amazing Italian specialty, like meats, like you know, anything, chicken parm. Oh my God, it's like delicious <laughs> food. You know, like one of the best things about New Jersey, I think, is is like these these specialty like food markets that yeah. just have amazing bread, amazing cheeses, um, you know, meats. All that stuff. Oh, cool. Very that's cool. my Oh, that's cool. I think for me, I mean, I live right next to like Asbury Park, New Jersey. Perfect. Um, Springsteen's where he started. Bon Jovi, you know, we, there's, there's just a, it's, as there's nothing like Asbury Park. It is one of the, it's just a cool, cool, cool spot. I mean, it's literally right on the ocean. And surprisingly, for a lot of folks, not from the, the beaches are beautiful. Like they're really nice, very clean. It's got a boardwalk. But Danny, you you know, you come down when we when folks when people come down to where I live, I, I live closer to the beach. I live about three miles from the ocean. It's uh, we we tend to go to Asbury Park all the time because it's just a very eclectic, different. It's not like nothing folks have ever seen before. Any it's spots really- there particularly that you like? Like, like yeah, uh, home give, give me a restaurant. Yeah, home uh, alone. You know, Deal. We love our friends. I mean, Deal Lake Barco, Porta. Um, there's a, there's a man Tulula's. There's a, there's a, I mean, endless Bonnie Reed. There, there's cool. so many good ones. Langusta Lounge. There's, I mean, there's, uh, man, the, the, what's the place that's got this? That's literally on the beach, Danny. That had the uh, music. The Anchors Bend. Anchors Bend is awesome. That sounds um, good. And there's a lot of history in that town too. You know, like, yeah. it's just like a classic New Jersey beach town mm-hmm. that went all the way down. Like it was a really bad town for many, many years. Like from like the seventies through the early nineties, it was a, nobody even talked about Asbury park. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden it just got turned around and it's just such a cool spot with a lot of that historical architecture from like the turn of the century. It's just, it's really cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Back to you, Cal. 
<laughs> uh, well, I guess I got a couple things uh, to close. We've kept these guys on for a while. And I really, we really appreciate yeah, you spending all time. your time with oh, us, man. Perfect, uh, yeah. Number oh, two. Thank you guys for having Number me. one, thanks for sharing liquor. Mm-hmm. Which, but I don't ever have any hard time sharing liquor. I mean, it's, don't you feel almost obligated if you're making whiskey or bourbon or d- d- just booze? It's like... It, if you keep it all to yourself, don't you feel a little uh, like, well, that's just weird if I'm keeping it all to myself? It's a little selfish. We love drinking it with people. <laughs> but, but, and it's like, oh, hey, have you tried this? Have you tried this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so number number one, thanks for sharing some whiskey with us. And uh, I'm definitely holding you to uh, that uh, that rosé. It I can buy my own. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's, it's affordable. It's affordable. But we, we, we I, and I think we send it after. We'll get you for sure. We'll get it down to you. But but my point is is I really appreciate you guys uh, being transparent about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And uh, you know to say that. Um, you know, it all started with a little girl's name. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, damn, that's pretty damn awesome, man. True, that's yeah. pretty damn awesome. Um, and, and I, I, I think, uh, I think you got good stuff going. I think the liquor that we're drinking tonight is great. Fantastic. Uh, I'm, I'm just so intrigued by that rosé. And I'm intrigued to see what else is going on. And we would love an invitation to come and see uh, everything that's happening up there. If that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm, th- I'm thinking um, we're going to have the, the, the bottom line is going to be cranking. Danny's going to cringe. Bottom line is going to be cranking by early 2021. Ooh. I'm thinking December 2021. I, I, I would say the uh, optimal time will be like right after that first frost. Spring is on the horizon. The golf courses open up. Um, that would be awesome. But I'm excited too. You know what I'm excited about? I'm excited about this Penelope Bourbon Open, maybe a new name change open, whatever. I'm excited about this. I think we're all excited about this. We have something big brewing here. We I think it's more along Macklemore, the lines of Macklemore. The, uh, what was it, Macklemore? Yeah, Macklemore. Macklemore. It was. Macklemore. I, I think it's more of the Penelope Invitational. Oh, it is the Penelope invitation. No. I'll let you know who. And, it's definitely, uh, not, it's well, definitely well, not open. Why, it's not open. Not, well, and, and if, if Macklemore doesn't work out, we could do it at Sweeten's Cove. That's right. That's Tennessee, right? Yeah. But it's kind of, they're just, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like a 5,000. That's, that, that's that, is that the uh, Peyton Manning's burning? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's an actual town. Is that like a golf course still? Uh, the, it, the town is South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Uh, mm-hmm. But the golf course name is Sweeten's Cove. Mm-hmm. So, oh, uh, that. that's pretty cool. Uh, so, Adamski, if you're listening, Adamski, um, <laughs> Penelope Bourbon may want to have their second annual Penelope Bourbon Open at your golf course. Is that correct? Oh yeah. Or it could be your open. No 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 no. Part of it. No 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 no. It it no no no. I'm I'm passing the buck. Hey, I see I see what you're doing. What what are you? You're 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 delegating. Yeah, mm. I, I'll I'll assist and I'll help and I'll help drum up some fans. But uh, well, hell, that was really yeah. well played. I'll I'll rally the troops, sir. But you're the general. Well, or Danny, you're the well. Danny's going to be busy bottling. Danny's pissed off that this bottling line is coming I in. I guess so I'm soon. up to the. I guess I got the open then. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Invitational. Excuse invitational. me. It's an invitational. Yeah. <laughs> So, Adamski, 
So, uh, so Macklemore or Sweetens Cove. Actually, it could be a two-day thing, and we could yeah. bounce between. We could do two, and it could be the uh, the Penelope Invitational post COVID. Oh, I like that. Ooh. I love it. I think we do it. We'll get some other folks involved and it'll be fun. Oh yeah. yeah. For yeah. Sure. I'm going to get a bunch of golf. I got to get I'm, my golf uh, game is so bad right now. You can <laughs> play with too. me. You can play with me. Dan sucks. <laughs> I'm can you horrible. give me lessons? I'm can horrible. you like give me some pointers? No, 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 no. But i tell you what we do. <laughs> no, have, no, no. We do. Ha- I'm not good enough. I, I'm not that good either, but we do have a lot of golf coaches on the show. We do. So if we get it, like which are like really really great dudes. I mean, they would actually. It the challenge with Macklemore and so the challenge with Sweetens Cove is there's really no, you don't really have any lodging. Yeah. Like it's 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 yeah. kind of and, and it's not a bad. Yeah. I'm not saying I've I played there. I don't know four or five times. I guess. Yeah, you're right. And, uh, yeah, you're and right. It, but it, it, it's fun and it's great. But there's but you have to derive away from there to get, have a place to stay. Gotcha. Macklemore there. I think they're just finishing their clubhouse and I don't know what their lodging situation looks like. So they could have a B and B situation or not B and B, excuse me, uh, Airbnb situation where people could rent some places, but that would be a lot of fun because there's a lot of yeah. distributors and the distributors commingle between Georgia and Tennessee, oh, yeah. especially right there on the border. Yep. So there, I, I mean, I think there'd be a lot of support. Chattanooga whiskey for sure would help us with something. No, uh, right. and they're, they're good that's guys. Like right there, isn't it? That's yeah. It's, it, it, it's they're, they're like 20 or 30 minutes away. Here's the other thing. I mean, if we did it right, um, we could actually do like, uh, you got buses. If you want to drive yourself, you could drive yourself or you, we could do like a package thing and have buses mm-hmm. to bus you from to and from. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So, so it's an, it, it's not easy, but it is very, very doable. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I'll be honest. Like I, I think it'd be awesome. awesome. And I know it would be a great way to invite customers and retailers and consumers and whomever, distributor partners in both states. Um, So, and I can't wait to get you guys uh, into this golf match that we're going to have. I think it's going to be fantastic. And uh, we'll see what the courses uh, sound like and look like. Absolutely. Going to be fun. Cheers. Um, hey guys, so Denver, so hold on, Dan. Uh, so where can we find, so I know we can find you in Georgia, but, uh, is there any other way to, uh, to buy your booze and find your spirits? Yeah. So, I mean, Danny, I don't know if you were going to take that one or not. Um, we're, 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 so we're, we're right now we're in New York, New Jersey, uh, Connecticut, Wisconsin, Nebraska, uh, and Tennessee. Um, but we're also available online at mash and Flaviar caskers, um, and, uh, our good friends at Sealbox as well. So oh, perfect been with all those folks for a while. Sealbox.com is a way to find us. Somewhere. Oh yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've had a great time chatting with you fellas tonight. Uh, anything else you want to uh, end with? Thank you for having us. It's been awesome. Oh, <laughs> Thanks for coming on, man. Fun. It's, it's been, been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. This has we, been we, an we, awesome Thursday. Yeah, I needed this after the week I've had. This has actually yeah, been good. That's fun. We, yeah. We, we've been chatting and rambling for, uh, I don't know, an hour and a half now. So uh, I don't want to hold you guys up because I know you had a busy week. Uh, uh, dumping barrels, man. I'm looking forward to part two when we do the when we do the rosé, for sure. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for you guys to try it. It's going to be awesome. Glenda's awesome. Hey, guys. Great having you on the show. Cheers. Cheers.
Cheers. Cheers, man. Thank you, guys. Salute.